Hello and welcome back to the Clients of Profits feature cast. My name is Phil and I'm your host as we explore the many features found in Clients of Profits that help you work smarter, faster, and more profitable. I'm joined again today by my co-host, Cindy Weston. Hi. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Today we're talking about the work order job request. Mm-hmm. What is the work order job request? If you could describe that, what would be a it's an electronic of that? job request form? Okay. At what process in the job does this take place? Will you start using a work order? Probably most in most agencies, the AE actually adds the job. So the AE would add the job ticket. It would sit in a new status until the AE has everything they need from the client or they've decided what they're going to do with that job. And then once they've decided and they're ready to execute it in the agency, they would fill out the job work order request form, which is basically an electronic form that can be set up with prompts to tell that AE, here's exactly what everybody in this agency needs to know to work on this job ticket. So it kind of dummy proofs it. Now, this comes after the creative brief? Usually, yes. Okay. Yeah, the creative brief is more big picture, putting it all together. How are, how are we going to decide to put this in the, to the campaign, or is it a whole new campaign in itself? Whereas the work order is just the nitty-gritty, here's what we're doing, let's go forward. Right. Let's get it done. One of the things I like about the work order, and uh, I, told, I talked to you about this earlier, mm-hmm. is that creatives tend to be kind of visual. Mm-hmm. And what the work order allows you to do, there's a little area inside of it. Oh, good. I was going to ask you to talk about it. Yeah, it's called the photo sketch mm-hmm. area. And people see that. They wonder what it is. And what it is basically is a little graphic area that allows you to uh, paste a tiny graphic, not really tiny, but I don't, I don't know, three by three, just a small little graphic, either right. a snapshot, a screen grab, or a thumbnail version of the job. Mm-hmm. And by pasting it in, that little sketch area and saving it, uh, it creates a tiny thumbnail that appears at the top of the job ticket. Right, a visual. A visual. That they can see as they're scrolling through jobs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So as you're going through jobs, uh, sometimes you may not remember what the job number was. You may not even remember what the title of the job was. Right. But you might remember what it looked like. Mm-hmm. And so you'll see this sketch right there at the top next to the graph, that the completion graph. Mm-hmm. And it will actually tell you, uh, show, show you a visual, a visual mm-hmm. like uh, description. Especially of- if you found, like if you did a find more and then you found by client and then maybe job name contains or something like right. that. At least you're, you're honing down into it and then you could look at the visual to say, oh, yeah, that's the job ticket. Yeah. Th- and there might even be a collection of, of jobs, say for a campaign, uh-huh. where you had uh, 15 mm-hmm. uh, graphics or 15 mm-hmm. right. uh, different different brochures that you did, and they were different only by color mm-hmm. or maybe by position or by fonts. Or a pho- photograph or something. Right. Yeah, so you yeah. could flip through these and each one and say, I remember it had the, it was red at the bottom and it had you know, the letters, whatever, all over. By me. Yeah, by <laughs> me. And so as you flip through it, you looked for the one that was red that said by me. Right. And then you found it visually. Mm-hmm. So it is pretty kind cool. of, it helps you you know visually find jobs creatives well. it helps them yeah yeah yep so uh are there any you can print the work order obviously uh-huh. well there are some tips to it though in the setup menu job type spec sheets because each type has their own work order job request form which is cool because obviously different types of jobs collateral media buying presentation interactive they would all have different prompts because different people would be involved in it or need different information on something like that but I'm just going to take collateral collateral as an example but let's say you go to set up job type spec sheets and you have a collateral type of piece or job type in the work order job request form you would highlight that one type not double click but highlight that one type and then go to the work 
order request form link, select that and you're going to see 15 blank titles. This is where you want to completely dummy proof it. So maybe even involve other people in the agency as far as who's going to work on it, what kind of information they need to know because so much time is wasted chasing the AE and saying, you know, you give me the job, the name and the title, but what else I need? You know, where is the visuals coming from? Who's the copy coming from what? When are we invoicing it? When are we estimating it? Are we even? And the work order keeps all this Exactly. So for instance, on the job request form for a collateral, the first thing might be a little bit creative oriented if you want to. It could even have borrow some of the creative brief titles if you want objective target audience demographics. If it's just a creation for that piece, you're not going to have a big creative brief meeting basically. So it might be objective target audience demographics. What are the logistics, the mandatories, the personality that you're trying to give this piece? Um, where are the materials coming from? Is it new from client? Is it new from the agency? Is it from an old job number? Okay, then what is the job number? So again, when the AE gets to that job ticket, they're going to look at those 15 titles and know exactly what to put in for everybody to know. So it could also be specs. And don't just put specs. Dummy proof it. Say, what's the color? What's the quantity? What's flat, folded, finishing, packaging? They might say to be determined by creative director, you know, to be determined by creative staff, or we're just going to get 15,000 pieces. That's all I know. Right. But at least it's 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 showing the creative person, I did my homework. Here's what I know. Here's what's up to you being the creative person. It could be estimating because a lot of times people forget estimating. Are we going to estimate it? If we are going to estimate it, are there task budgets that I need to be aware of or a vendor that the client really wants to use? Or when do you need the estimate? What is the due date of the estimate? Well, this really is very organizational. I'm not done. There's oh more. <laughs> so wait, wait, yeah, there's more. Don't stop me now. I'm on a roll. Okay. And then billing because everybody forgets about accounting because like, I, I would always get, well, you did the 50% estimate. When do you, why didn't you bill the rest? Well, how was I supposed to know when to bill the rest? Yeah. So in one of your prompts, it can say billing. Are we going to 50%, 100% estimate billet? Are we going to progress billet, final billet, retainer billet, advance billet? And what are the dates? So we're going to do it initially at the job's beginning. And then when? When when does the other half come? Does it just come every month? But sometimes the AE has to decide that, and they're going to tell the accounting person, this is how they tell them. Um, another example would be because we've got specs, we've got materials, got estimating trafficking. Do I have deadlines to work with? It might be up to me to schedule the resources and the internal due dates of the job ticket, but the AE might say, you have to have this delivered to the client by this date because they're going to be on vacation, and then it has to be at the mailhouse on this date. So it's, again, a way for the AE to put down every little tidbit of information they need to know so that it's not executed forward and it's not even fully there for it to be executed. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't be, don't apologize. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know it did all that. Yeah, it does. The work order is, uh, the uh, job request, work order, mm-hmm. same thing, right? Right. It, it sounds like it's the central nervous system of the job ticket itself. To execute it forward, it should it be. And then what's nice about it is because if you print something, it could be, what's in the program could be obsolete. So we do recommend just pointing people to the program electronically. That was the point of the whole program was to be electronic. Yeah, yeah, right. So if you want to be really efficient, you could have a status code call, let's say one, and that was new. And then when the AE has, has all the information they need to execute it forward, then they could change it just for an example, one to 15. The status code 15 can be set up with the email. So it would not only email your accounting person, it would email your production traffic person. It would also email maybe your head creative director. And they would know to go to that job ticket, look at the work order and start executing or extrapolating from that information all they need to know to start the estimating, to start the trafficking, to start the billing, et cetera. Wow. So it's, it's, it can be so electronically efficient. That's amazing. Yeah. This is only one feature of Clients and Profits. Clients and Profits does so much. Hot dang. 
Really, <laughs> if you want to know all that it does, visit our Clients and Profits feature list, clientsandprofits.com forward slash features. Cindy, thank you. Thank you. That was fantastic. Thanks. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Uh, until next time, my name is Phil. My name is Cindy. Call us if you have any questions. This has been the Clients and Profits feature cast. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks.